When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. Your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. Download at the hockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hey guys, this is Mike Badano, and you're listening to Sarcastic Remarks. Oh, do we actually have to talk about this game? I have fun. This is, only, <laughs> this is the only good thing about the game tonight, you guys. As a fact, I've got Starburst belly beans. <laughs> Love it. What a funny, quirky intro, Ryan. Mm. Good job. It's okay. I brought a snack too. This game doesn't deserve a a normal intro or a happy intro. Everyone's got their got their thing. James, what do you got? Nature Valley bar. Oh, those yeah. are good. Which one? The dark chocolate one. Dark chocolate. With the almonds. Oh, yeah. And what do you got, Chris? Chips. Potato. Potato. What kind? What kind of chip is it though? Is it like the off-brand, like Sam's Club kind? Yep. Stars lose five to two to Edmonton because we only have one line. Ryan, Bad. thoughts? All right. Sorry, I got jelly beans on my teeth. Anyways, guys, you know, funny business out of the side. Seriousness. This is the after game review for game number seventy-seven. Stars do lose by a final score of five to two to the Edmonton Oilers here tonight, uh, with an almost empty net goal by Mike Smith. He had a couple chances, but he missed both. And, uh, I mean, I don't even know what to say about this game. Uh, this game was dumb. We played for 10 minutes, and that was about it. And I think the only time we played the 10 minutes was the first 10 minutes of the second period when we, uh, you know, tied the game up. And that was the only time we had pressure consistently throughout the game. I don't know how you guys felt about it, but what are your thoughts from tonight's game? We had inconsistent pressure throughout the game by one line, the top line. They had scoring chances the entirety of the game. Uh, and every other line was terrible. I mean, honestly, they were just bad. And, I mean, we, we talked about recently about how great the checking line was. They were awful tonight. They didn't do the job at all. Like, it wasn't even close. James, what did you see in tonight's game? Anything particular that you didn't like to see? I mean, it's same same lines along with Chris, like, we had one line that played tonight, and they played, they played the best both offensively and defensively. And yeah, that's a big problem. Yeah, for us having one line that only does defense, that's an awful problem. And uh, there was even one point when the the top line was actually hemmed in their own zone for almost two minutes. They almost had, they had a two minute shift because, uh, I mean, give credit to the Edmonton Oilers; they were by far the best team tonight. N- not even a question. They. The, like I already said, the Stars had that 10-minute period where they were the better team and they had good scoring chances. They were getting pressure in the offensive zone. And at, almost as soon as we scored that second goal to tie the game, at, at that point, the game was over. And Ed, Edmonton just ran away with it. So, yeah. Before we get into the score summary, biggest winners, biggest losers, biggest winner from both of you. Mm. No one. No one. <laughs> Nobody no, wins winner, No one. Nobody wins today. I mean, 
the first line did good. That's what they always do. I mean, we yeah. expect them from them. No, no one else really stood out tonight to me. So, I'll give it biggest winner. Biggest winner to Edmonton secondary scoring. They did very well tonight. It wasn't just McDavid and Drysidle. They got goals from elsewhere. If they do that, they're going to be a hard team to beat in the playoffs. Yeah, honestly, my biggest winner, I would say, is Mike Smith because Mike Smith had a good game tonight. Uh, and he even had opportunities at the at the empty net. He tried. He didn't get there, but uh, he definitely did try. Um, and especially that 10-minute period and the second period where they were having multiple chances, he, yep. he, stood, he stood tall. And, and he, he's he been, played well in the six-on-five as well. He did really. He did very well on the six on five as well. And uh, we should also mention that the guy had back to back shutouts and had not let in a goal until uh, I think it was Robertson who got the first goal for the Stars. So in that first period. So and boy, uh, that could be scary fantastic. going into the playoffs. That could make them a contender immediately if Mike Smith gets hot. Stars fans know how good Mike Smith can be. Yeah, we remember when uh, he got traded to Tampa Bay. When uh, Brad Richards came here and was supposed to play with Mike Badano, we gave up Mike Smith for that. That was the big piece going the other direction. And uh, he's had a fantastic career. Uh, he's he's old. He's he's in his forties now, but he's still proving that he can be a pretty good goaltender. I, I think he's being used in the wrong way, if you ask me. I think he would be better suited as a backup goaltender that plays, you know, thirty to thirty-five games, in my opinion. But he's at least showing right now that for the Edmonton Oilers, he can kind of backstop that uh, goal crease and give them opportunities to win games. So, yeah. I mean, good for him. So Definitely a starter in my opinion. But on from the biggest winners, give us some biggest losers. Mm. Narrow it down. Narrow it down. <laughs> no, I, I, know, that's a, I was like, who am I going to pick? James, you want to go first or you want me to? Mm, you go first. I got one. I'll go first. Okay. I'm giving it to the checking line. Well, they've done great recently. <laughs> Shut up, James. They've done well recently, and they've, they've, for the most part, stopped the other team's best line. Tonight, they were not close. Uh, if one of y'all is close to the stats, I'd like to have y'all pull up their plus minuses. I believe total, they were minus six. Foxa alone is minus three. I mean, it... And I know I don't like plus minus, but within the game for a line whose only job is to not allow goals, that's not good. <laughs> that's very bad, in fact. So I yeah. I don't know. Like, we can expect I mean, our top line to try and win us games sometimes, but we can't if the other lines can't even like, – like, we're not even asking them to try and make scoring chances. We're asking them to just not get scored on. Yeah. And they can't do that. Like, then what can they do? They can do nothing. They're taking up ice time is what it is. And they still get lots of it tonight, too. And, Chris, it's even worse. It's not minus six. It's minus it's seven. It's minus seven, yeah. There you go. And, uh, Foxa with a minus three, Ruffle with a minus two, Glenn Denning with a minus two. So they were definitely not helpful tonight. And, uh, I mean, lots of people ended with a minus on their card tonight. But, uh, you but know those are the guys that it's most concerning about because they're supposed to be the guys who are at zero. So, but you know who who played eighteen and a half minutes of uh, game time and ended with a you know dead even, which is good in this game. Who? Tyler Sagan. He's been he's still been very good, and uh, tonight it was more defensively. He had a lot more defensive opportunities that uh, he was doing really well on. There's some back checks that he that I noticed him on, but you know after singing his praises the past you know, a couple of podcasts, I, I got to give my biggest loser to Jacob Peterson tonight. Again, uh, it, he, there's got to be something going on with him. He's got to be hurt. The, the, uh, he's, he's playing really badly. And uh, numerous times tonight, there were times in the offensive zone where he either just turned the puck over or didn't did absolutely nothing with it. And uh, he was on that second line tonight. And by the way, the, the lines looked great, you know, before game, looked exactly like you know how I might want the lines and they sucked so yep. I don't know what to what to say but uh, going, going back to Peterson I'm getting off on a tangent here but even in the defensive zone he was turning the puck over as well and it was at least two or three times I noticed that he turned the puck over so he's my biggest loser tonight all right um I'm gonna go with uh Alexander Radulov he <laughs> 
Oh my it, goodness. It's funny. We, we keep, keep saying the same guys, don't we? It, we well, it's just, it's, it's frustrating with this, with Radulov the most, because we are paying him so much to be so yeah. bad. And yeah. he, I think he ends the night. He barely ends the night. He's second in time on ice. Uh, least amount of time on ice. To be specific. He played his second lowest. He played 10 minutes and 30 seconds. He ends the night with a minus two. That's crazy. How do you get a and, minus two and, and you only play ten minutes? And, and I mean, to, to be fair, the the one who plays who played the least tonight was Stu Nietzsche. He played right at ten minutes, pretty much. He also has a minus two. So yeah. same line. It's like didn't make me feel better. But, but one we we pay like five mil, much, and then the other one we pay a lot. One. So it's like. Yeah. One you can kind of cut some slack for the others. You, yeah, we we talked about how bad the Ben and Sagan contracts are. The Rajal contract is worse. Yeah, he's by far been the worst. And just for the Ben and Sagan contracts, at least in this last little stretch, they have been scoring more than they were yeah. in the beginning of the season. So, yeah, if they if they started the season the way that they're playing now, you could at least argue that it's somewhat worth the contract. <laughs> But Radulov, there's no chance. He's bad defensively. He's not producing anything offensively, and we still pay him five mil. That's nuts. And uh, I mean, this continue. I mean, imagine if we had that cap space right now, we could have gone. I mean, out we could have gone and got a top six forward, which it obviously is what we're missing right now. Because with Jamie and Sagan, both I would argue as that second line, there's nobody to play with them. There's nobody. I mean, you might as well throw uh, somebody random on that line right now because nothing is sticking. That's, they've tried Student well, each, they've tried Radulov, they've tried Peterson. My yeah. my thing is at this point, throw Michael Roffel on that line because I'm because maybe yeah, I honestly don't care. They, 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 honestly, at this point, like I don't care because he needs to get out of out of a scoring slump. And I mean, he scored recently, but he needs to get out of a scoring slump that he's been in. He's had so many chances and. We need somebody else. There has to be somebody else. Yeah, I mean, throw Fox on the second line for all I, for crying out loud. At this point, I'm just sick of this. And and I, I know that he went out and got Nemestikov, but Nemestikov is not a top six forward either. He's not. Well, Fox He's a is not. <laughs> uh, but I mean, what am I? What are we supposed to do? The, the lines, the the, the line combos don't work. Yeah. I mean, what it was supposed to do when we bought Radulov, he was supposed to be the pair to Ben and Zagan. I mean, that's what he was. That's why we got him, and that's why he's paid five million dollars. And nowhere close six to million. that right now. I whatever. think it's six million, but still, I think it's five and a half. But whatever. Go go ahead with the game summary, Ryan. Make it snappy. Uh, yeah, we're not, <laughs> we're not going to do this this live. We're just going to talk about the goals. So. Okay, so first goal in tonight's game. Uh, Evander Kane gets his 17th of the season. I hate seeing that. He scored for the second time against the Stars. Connor McDavid gets his 69th <laughs> assist of, <laughs> nice. the, uh, of the season. That's insane, 69 assists. And then uh, Stars legend block shotter Chris Russell gets his sixth <laughs> assist. And uh, Edmonton's up one to nothing three minutes into the first period, and, and I'm already thinking, holy crap. And that's a bad play by Haskin. Yep. I mean, he leaves the front of the net wide open because it's too scared of McDavid doing a wraparound. I mean, that's his fault. Yeah. Sucks. That just shows how many people were bad tonight, I think. And what's even, and here's where we actually give McDavid too much credit on the ice. Every single one of our forwards is also looking at McDavid. Everyone yep. on the ice is looking at him. No one picks up the extra man. Haskinen goes around because McDavid's fast and he's scared of over there. All the forwards are looking at him and don't even check behind them and Sneaks in behind, makes a crazy pass. By the way, like that was a good pass. To be fair, we're not expecting that pass to go through there, but you're not supposed to be looking at him anyway. So, bad goal. Mm -hmm. So, anyways, going on to the second goal, uh, Derek Ryan gets his ninth of the year from Ryan McLeod and Tyson Berry. It's two nothing stars. It's a wrist shot. It, it was a decent shot. I mean, yeah. I can't I can't fault Wedgwood completely on that, but the the stars came out completely flat. And going down two nothing within the first seven minutes of the first period, 
that's a really great way to start a, a, a game. Sorry. Or a period for that matter. Yep. Not good. So anyways, uh, the fortunes would turn around for the stars. Um, Jason Robertson would get his 37th of the year. He, he's not being talked about enough. He needs to be talked about more around the NHL. Uh, from Rope Hints and John Klingberg. So John Klingberg gets on the uh, assist tracker tonight, and it's two to one Edmonton, and they sl- they take that lead and snap it in half. Um, it was a great shot by Robertson. I mean, oh, yeah. Smith did not have any chance on that whatsoever. He it was so such a good shot that it hit the crossbar and went straight down. So yeah. the fact that he made that shot is amazing. You can't blame Mike Smith on that one. What do y'all think? Yeah. Our top line looks so good right now, too. I mean, the goals that they had were great. I mean, they just belayed Edmonton's defense. And we've had the past couple of games, they've had some really good goals. But, like, I mean, we're, we're expecting them to score four goals a night to try and get a point. It's Apparently. not going to happen. And and this is what, what what's funny is this, this was Edmonton's problem the last two times we faced them. They didn't have any secondary scoring pretty much in those games. And we were able to shut down their top line. I mean, that, it, and in the playoffs, if, if we end up going into the playoffs like this, that top line's going to get shut down. Someone else has to score. Yeah, I think you're, I think that, and that's, I, I think that's our biggest weakness, Jams, when we go into the playoffs, because the physicality, I don't know. I honestly don't know if Robertson and Hens are going to be able to take it. Yeah. I mean, in we'll see, co- but we don't know. And also, the craziest thing is like, at this point, it's it's still an if right now. If we keep playing like this, yeah. we're not going to make it. We're gonna... Which at this point, it shouldn't have been an if. We, we should be no, solidly should... in right now. Yeah, definitely. And I'll, again, I'll go back to it. The games we've lost to bad teams. I mean, yep. we should be in the top three of this division right now. And because we're not able to beat the really crappy teams, the Montreals, the Vancouver's three times, yep. uh, Montreal twice. Um, and big. Vancouver, I'm going to go back to Vancouver because we know we have a back-to-back coming up against two amazing teams. Two teams are at the top of their division. We know that's coming up. You have to win the Vancouver game. Like, you have to. Like, and we talked about that before the Vancouver game started, the podcast before. We were like, it's very likely we're going to lose both of these games. And who who guessed it? Looks like we're going to lose both the games. So... I don't know how you're not ready for that Vancouver game because they really weren't. And they weren't ready for this game either. Yeah. And that Vancouver game was one of the worst games they've played this season. I'd put it up there with the the first Toronto game that they lost 4 to nothing at. It, it It's frustrating. It's just extremely frustrating to watch this team and see what they can do. Um, well, thankfully, though, right now, at least, the Capitals are ahead 2-1 to one over the Golden Knights. So... Hopefully this doesn't bite us in the butt. But if Vancouver comes back, or excuse me, if Vegas comes back and wins this game, they're only two points behind us. The, the, the thing that's really frustrating, though, is like last week we played four games, and we got seven points in those games. And we were, we were playing easy teams in that week. I mean, we had the Blackhawks and we had the, the Sharks, which were easy. Those, those should be wins automatically, right? But we played the Lightning, who we won, one to zero, which – that is absolutely insane, by the way. And then we played the Wild in a tight game that we probably should have won and just couldn't couldn't score more than two goals in the game. Like We come off of a 7-8 week, and we, we can't even find a way to beat Vancouver. Yeah, and we're, and we're about to go 0-6. Yeah. We'll see what happens tomorrow, but the Stars are not good on back-to-backs. Yeah, I, I just don't see how you can look at the game tomorrow and say, oh, they're going to come out better tomorrow because – one, they didn't come out and play well tonight, and two, they're going to be tired. So I, I just don't see it. I don't see it. So anyway, at the end of the first period, it's 2-1. to one. Uh, Hence would score for the Stars his 35th of the year from Robo and Pavs. Five minutes in, and it's tied 2-2. Two to two. But after that goal, it just goes south at that point. It, it, after that, it's all 100% Edmonton Oilers for the next 35 minutes. And... Uh, to make matters worse, Zach Hyman gets his 25th of the year from Dreisaitl and Bouchard, makes it 3-2 to two Edmonton at that point. It was a it was a great backhand shot. It really was. Um, and then Jesse Pugliarvi would get his uh, 14th of the season from Evan Bouchard, who has been a really good offensive defenseman for Edmonton this year. 
And Connor McDavid gets his 70th assist. And, you know, I, I thought for a second that, you know, maybe we could get go into the intermission and be down three to two and find a way to come back because we do really good in those one goal games. But again, a goal at an inopportune time for the Stars, and it's four to two. And at that point, I'm like, this game's over. Yeah, not a chance. Yeah. And that was kind of the whole mentality for everyone. I feel like the the Edmonton Oilers were pressing the whole game, and they finally got a two goal lead on us, and we didn't look like we had any fight left. And that was pretty much it. Yeah, they didn't show it in the third either. I mean, the six on five was actually pretty good, surprisingly, but. The third period, we showed like almost no pushback. We had one chance, I think, before the six on five started. So, and real quick, I want to go back to the third goal. That's a bad rebound by Wedgwood. He has to hold I on agree. to that, but I'll forgive him because the rest yeah, of the game, right. he's amazing. I mean, he lets in four goals, and his save percentage is like nine seventeen for this game. That's crazy. That's insane. But it's, Edmund, it's Edmonton, though. You know, they're just going to throw the pucks at the net, and you got to have. This is I, I was frustrated with Wedgwood on this. He had no rebound control tonight. And especially that that third goal is what I'm thinking of specifically. He couldn't get a save to stop to freeze the freeze play at all. Like it was probably like three minutes straight where Edmonton was just pushing, pushing, pushing. And we just needed something, anything to stop play. And he couldn't freeze it at all. And anytime they shot it on me, bounced off, goes to the corner. Okay, went to the corner. Good. We don't need that right now. We need it to stop. And but, sometimes you really just need a save to stop play, slow it down, and, and be able to get back ahead of, of the changes on the bench. Yeah, but he's the other thing you can say about that is rebound shots, control, though. He's facing a barrage of shots, though, that yeah. they he shouldn't have to face. I mean, they had over 40 shots through the first 20, uh, excuse me, first 40 minutes of play. That shouldn't and, happen. And again, but again, this is Edmonton, and we're. I, I, it's Edmonton, and and they're going to shoot a bunch of pucks. And it's like, of course, Wedgwood is not the reason why we lost the game tonight. But there was just a lot of times where you just need a save to stop play at all, like any any freeze. We just needed the game to be slower tonight. Yeah, and we weren't we weren't really getting that. I'll agree, he wasn't super helpful, but like you said, he definitely wasn't the reason yeah. we lost. He, he didn't he didn't really hurt us tonight, not necessarily, but he he was not helping. He was not super helpful, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, what, what did y'all think about the fourth goal? It, it bounced off Pilly RV's uh, shin. The fourth goal is lucky. I mean, how are you going to bounce yeah. off someone's shin and then go posting in? Like, what? Yeah, but, but the Stars do that all the time. Not all they, the time. They, the they Stars deflect goal. them and have beautiful tips. They didn't just hit a shin pad. The only, yeah, the only star that Sagan. does that is Sagan. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah, Sagan does that now. <laughs> and he's he's made that's how he's made his money the past couple of years. So, but um, I don't know, guys. Uh, this this is starting to become a frightening pattern, and at the wrong time coming into the playoffs. And so. it's so frightening because we're Stars fans, and the Stars are great at looking like they're solidly in the playoffs and blowing it. Yep. And. Boy, my heart is in my throat right now. It seriously is. Like, just the my entire being is just saying there's no chance that they make it. Like, seriously. Everything in my head is telling me that, and I and hate we're it. Still, we're still four points ahead. We're four right, points yeah. ahead, and my brain is like, nope, we're done. <laughs> I'm thinking up. the same thing, too. No, that's, that's, yeah. no, that's okay. No, that's exactly how I'm feeling as well, because I'm feeling like, we're not going to make the playoffs because that's just the way the stars do. They always, and I was talking about this on the, the live watch along that I did on the THPN YouTube channel today. I was like, yeah, they're in the playoffs. Yeah. They have a 90% chance of making the playoffs according to money, money puck, but the stars always seem to find a way to screw it up. They always do, especially recently given the, the, the 2020 bubble playoffs out to the side, they've, they've found a way to kind of screw everything up. And that's why, as Stars fans, we're so skeptical. Sorry. Um, this is a really interesting. Um, this is a really interesting uh, comment from Ardell here because Ardell is a, a really good loyal listener to the show. Ryan Miro Heiskanen has zero goals in thirty-eight games now. That is a staggering statistic. Absolutely staggering. Um. I know that he's been doing really, really well 
you know, defensively, and he's not tonight. No, not tonight. That's true. And I know he's still trying to get over mononucleosis, but I mean, he's got to shoot the puck. Yeah, I haven't. He, I haven't seen him shoot the puck very much lately. If you get paid eight million dollars, you're getting paid to score goals, not to be a great defenseman. Lindell's a great defenseman. He gets paid five mil. That's how much you get paid if you're a good defenseman. You get five mil. He's getting eight. You gotta score goals. I mean, I I think it's still something with the way Bones is playing them, because I don't think it's a coincidence that it's happened to Klingberg, Haskinen, and Suter because Suter was offensive when he played for Minnesota too. Remember. So I don't think that's a coincidence, but you, they got to find some way to produce something. Yeah, we we just need somebody else to pitch in, honestly. Yeah, literally anybody. Uh, or, or as Ardell says, literally right here, as I say that, Dallas doesn't need world beaters. Guys, Dallas needs guys to chip in. And the only guys that are doing it right now are the top the five. <laughs> hey, hockey fans. Feel the action on the ice like never before with DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NHL. Right now, new customers can bet just $1 on any team to win and get 150 in free bets if they do. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still hit the ice for cold, hard cash. New customers can make their first deposit and play free for thousands with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Hockey Contest. Draft your lineup of eight skaters and a goalie and rack up points for goals, assists, saves, and more. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. And best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code THPN. Bet just $1 on any NHL team to win and get $150 in free bets if they do. That's code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NHL. Must be 21 years of age or older. Restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Not even the top five. Top three. Sagan, Sagan and Ben have been good. They, they, they've been quietly good, but uh, we, we uh, again, with the amount of money that they make, they should not we're, be second-line players. They should we're be playing them first-line money, and we're like, all right, they're kind of second-line players. Yeah. That's not, I'm not putting them in the top five. I'm not calling them top five. With, with crap like that. <laughs> so top three? top. There's a top three, and then there's everybody else, and that's obvious from the points, too. We're not going to throw them in there because they've been better recently. They've been acceptable recently, and they've been trashed the rest of the year. I don't know why this just popped into my head, but it did. And I can't believe I'm going to ask this question because it's stupid. Um. Should we consider splitting up the top line? No, that's stupid. The, the problem, you were right, Ryan. That is dumb. Yeah. The, the, <laughs> what's the, okay, then you with, give me another solution because we can't find anything. There is no solution to the second line problem and no scoring from anybody else. Okay, and, well, if you take out the first line, you're going to get no scoring from the first line. That's not uh, that's not the way to do it. He, he, <laughs> you don't, really, when Boston's having trouble, they don't split up Bergeron. I mean, they, no, like, they have. They've taken they've taken Pasternak off of that top line sometimes and put him on the second line. No, I, but we we've tried everything. We have tried everything that they he has taken those three lines on the bottom, kept the top line together. Which again, I understand, and and I'm like so conflicted right now because yes, it's stupid. But my, my question is, is what else are we supposed to do? Because no other combination million, works. No other people, combination works. The Sorry. people we pay $9 million have to score goals. I mean, that's that's what it is. But they're not. They're not, okay. and we're going into the playoffs. Yeah. And, we're going to get uh, our butts I mean, kicked. I've already talked about how I don't think they're the guys, and I think stuff needs to change, but nothing changed. So but with what we have, it, on paper, it works great. So <laughs> these guys need to play to their ability. I mean, that's all you can say right now. There's nothing else we can do hey, except, I guess, scramble lines. But if you break up one of the best lines in hockey five games before the playoffs, I mean, I think you're a madman. I mean, no, that, I that's, agree that's evil scientist crap. <laughs> no, I agree with you. I, and I, I'm, I'm just putting forth that question because I'm, I'm just so desperate to try and find a solution to our problem. And, and our solution to the problem was going out and getting uh, Nemesnikov who's not a top six wait. forward, and Scott Wedgwood. 
I'm to, sorry, to, Scott Wedgwood is he, he's an okay backup goalie. He's and, a good backup goalie. Let's give him some credit. He's played great. He's okay. He, he's okay. He's I, I didn't great. think he, he. Well, he's he's lost. Uh, he lost the game tonight. It it wasn't really his fault, but yeah. still. And and now we're starting to question our goaltending too, and it's like I mean, for for sure, like I I don't fully agree with like saying that Nemeskov was a bad pickup. I think he was a great pickup because you know who's right under Ben on season scoring in goals, right? It's Nemestikov. He's 14. With but Detroit. Guess who, yeah, with Detroit. Guess guess who's uh, technically six for stars goal scoring on the season? Peterson. It's Jacob Peterson. Who gets healthy scratch constantly. Constantly. All the time. And doesn't get to play on the second line hardly ever. But he's been bad recently, too. I mean, like... <laughs> no, see, the, the, this... The, we, it's just spinning, spinning it's our little... wheels in the mud. <laughs> We're just spinning the wheels. We're like, oh, wait, well, but... Oh, wait, he's been really bad lately. Okay, okay, what... A, th- th- you see what I mean? Why I'm even, like, asking that stupid question? Because but, there, but, there's no solution to anything. I feel more comfortable letting our first line try and win games on their own than I do trying to spread them out and get more goals from elsewhere, honestly. I agree. I think that. we score more goals with the first line together than we do spreading them out, no matter what. But I mean, what, if, what if that is the solution? What if somehow Rope Hintz takes Peterson and Gary off on his wings and he's able to, to provide offense for those two guys? What if Hitler cured cancer? I don't know. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. Really, really. I think the top line that we have here is one of the best top lines at working together to score goals. Yeah, like, that's their whole thing. They, they don't, they're not crazy people who are going to go stick handle everyone out of their mind. With and, and they do that sometimes. They've done it like maybe three or four times on the season. That's three goals out of their almost they're they're getting to a hundred i think combined i think they're three off of a hundred goals for the season combined and they have three that are school scored and that's random number obviously but like they're not super alone skill plays that that these guys do they're passing plays they make good passes in the zone they get slot shots and they score on them that's what that's how they score goals they don't score goals by making great individual plays if they were making great individual plays i would say yeah that's a great idea to spread them out i agree with you james that's a great point can hints not do that hints can can pete can uh, robertson do that can pavelski do that i, th- I think robertson i don't know could. i don't think so so well i mean you understand why i'm i'm, I'm asking that question though right I, I it's stupid. I think it's it's stupid. I agree. I agree with you both. It's stupid that that I would even ask that question. But it, it just goes to fa- goes to the fact of how desperate I am to see this team win. And, and, and honestly, tonight, if if we just have the rest of our lines just play defense and they play like yeah. crazy good defense, the game's probably at least tied going into. Yeah, it's third. at least an overtime. But we can't even get that right so. now. Yeah, and we have I, one I, line that's supposed to be so great at defense, and they can't do it. So, like, <laughs> well, see, that's the point: is that ne- our lines can't do either one. We have one line our that first line can, can do both. Yes, our yeah, first line did do both. They didn't get scored on this game. Five goals, they didn't get scored on. Why? Well, they actually they, the empty net might have been on them. Yeah, it was on them. That was it. There that, you was, go. That, that was their one flaw in the night. Was an empty they scored on empty net by Connor McDavid. Darn. Terrible defense. Bench them all. Well, and uh, we didn't even finish the game, the goal summary, but that was it. We you just did it. To. Connor McDavid <laughs> yeah, got did. it. So Connor McDavid it. empty net. Yay. Shock. Whoa. So Pat is stats. He needs it. <laughs> yeah, I think sure. he's leading the art ro- the art is it the art Ross? Yeah, it's the art Ross race right now for most points. So he's over yes. Jonathan Huberto right now. Shock again, like um. Shots on goal, fifty to thirty-six. The breakdown per period, nineteen to fourteen in the first, twenty-one to twelve, eleven in the second, and then eleven to ten in the third in favor of the Stars. The first two periods were in favor of the Edmonton Oilers, and all three periods had all double-digit shots, which is weird for a Dallas Stars game. Uh, total shots again, like I said, fifty to thirty-six. Face-off percentage, fifty-two to forty-eight. 
Uh, power play, especially that second one, really, really sucked. The first one was okay. The second one was absolutely terrible when we needed it to be good. Um, hits, 29 to 28. There was that one big hit uh, by Darnell Nurse on Jamie Benn, threw Jamie Benn into the, uh, into the Edmonton Oilers bench. That was I hate sick. Darnell Nurse, but that was so cool. And to do it on Jamie Benn, too, like the perfect player to do it on, that's awesome. That's hardcore, bro. And I know you don't like the stat, Chris, but it, it's a little alarming. Takeaways in the game, 16-5 to 5 in favor of the Edmonton Oilers. So, I mean, I know that that stat is very... Uh, trashy. Trashy, yeah, that's a good word to put it. But still, if, if the margin is that big you know that they, the Stars didn't play a good game tonight. No, you don't. You know the scorekeeper's biased, which of course they are. <laughs> and just one one stat that I wanted to pull out, just off of past games that we've played with Edmonton. In the past, the other two games that we beat Edmonton in, they had under 30 shots in. So that's an important I mean, thing. Yeah, we, we just we, – we, we didn't understand the assignment tonight, I guess. We, we – well, we play defense against this team, and they they lose always. The and thing, we didn't play defense. And we didn't play defense. We cannot you know, score this team with one line running. And that's totally funny that you mentioned that because looking at the shots and per period, especially that first period when they they almost got twenty shots uh, in that first period, the Edmonton Oilers did. You knew that was part of the game plan. It's like they they probably saw what you just saw, James, and realized hey, we got under 30 shots in the last two games against these guys, and they beat us. So the least we can do is just fire up everything at the net and hope something sticks, and it did. What's even crazier to me is that even with the Stars' 36 shots on goal tonight, that's still more shots than either team in the past two games that we played against them too. So like this game had way too many shots to be a Stars game. It was way too wide open. Mm, agreed. I'm well, done. You're done. <laughs> well, oh, man. that was such well, a hard game to watch too, man. Yep. Now, Chris, you don't you don't have to join us in on this if you don't want to. But I figured we start we'd end on something a little bit more positive. Talk about the Eastern Conference playoffs and make our predictions cuz they're already done. They yep. we already know who's basically playing who. So I'll just throw out uh I'll throw out the matchups, and, matchups. You t- and you tell me who wins. Okay. Okay. So let's start with some of the easier ones. And this is the Eastern Conference. So we're just doing the Eastern Conference tonight because the West is still Toss to up. be determined <laughs> who makes the playoffs. Uh, so first matchup is Florida and Washington. Florida with 116 points and Washington with 96. Who wins that matchup? Florida and five. Florida and five. Florida wins it in six. I think you just had to give them an extra game. Well, I think the Caps are just going to be able to play defense against them for two games, and then the rest, the the Panthers are just going to outscore their problems. Well, well known like, defensive team, the Capitals. Yeah, hey, <laughs> you're, you're playing against the Panthers. You know what your game plan is going into that. So, there, the Panthers are just going to try to score. That that's. I mean, most most of the games in the East should be like crazy high scoring, but we'll see. I, I think that's going to be a fun series. I, I mean, all of these series in the East are going to be really good because all these teams are pretty good. It's just that Washington is kind of the the veterans of the league in terms of teams because they've been around for so long. I just don't see how they get out of the first round against Florida. That's just me. Florida's got – I mean, look at their goal differential. They have a plus 100. <laughs> that's stupid absolutely stupid oh. guess who's on their third line who tell me sam, sam reinhardt <laughs> nice. he's on the first line in buffalo <laughs> he'd be on our first line that's stupid <laughs> oh man stupid and not to mention they have a 30 goal scorer in anthony duclair who makes three million dollars you know who else makes three million dollars roddick foxa <laughs> We, Sorry, we, paid it. we knew what we were getting and we paid him that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, man. Okay, I, we, we're already getting on tangents back to the stars. Let's just go back to Next the Next matchup. Conference. Back to the okay. matchup. All right, here's a tough one. You ready? And I, this is going to be a fun one to talk about. Toronto and Tampa Bay. 
this is going to be a really fun series. I'm really looking forward to this one. Who wins? I don't know about fun, man. Tampa Bay in seven. Tim Bay in seven in quadruple overtime. (laughs) And and Toronto scores a goal in the second overtime, but it's overturned. (laughs) (laughs) Hot takes by Chris. I need to do a parlay for that one. (laughs) I think this should be heavily leaned towards Tampa Bay, in my opinion. I know Toronto's really good, and they're really strong. They have a lot of good players offensively. But their goaltending has kind of slipped a little here in the past month. Their blue line's terrible. Their blue line's terrible. And they're going up against Andre Vasquezki. Like, come on. The best goaltender of the decade. There's no way that you're going to play against one of the best defensive teams. I think they're like sixth or seventh in in uh, goals against, I think. Mm-hmm. They're, yeah, they're, like they're top of the league in goals against. It's going to be so hard for Toronto to win this matchup, in my opinion. Okay. I'm, so I'm yeah, going hit. Tampa in seven? six. Really? Eight. They don't even give don't them seven. Don't even give them game okay. seven. seven. All right. Well, I was very interested to hear what you guys say because it looks like I'm gonna. I pulled the short straw. I think Toronto is gonna finally do it. I think they're finally gonna get past the first round. And here's my reasoning. Okay. Tampa Bay, before they won their two cups, what happened to them in 2019? Swept. They got swept by the Columbus Blue Jackets. That's right. The greatest series that ever happened. (laughs) (laughs) The Columbus Blue Jackets played eight games at playoffs. Yes, yeah. that would be one of the first times that's happened. Right. They went um, two rounds and played eight games. <laughs> before the Stars won the Stanley Cup in 1999, what happened in 1998? I wasn't alive then. I was dead. Yeah, neither <laughs> one of y'all were alive then. But what happened was... They lost. They lost in a really rough series. And they here here's my, my point. They learned to lose. I think Toronto learned how to lose. You can't make any more epic loss than the series they had against the Montreal Canadiens. That was the easiest way for them to get the Stanley Cup final, and they you're, didn't. You're, you are I agree with you, Ryan. They're the best losers. They, you, you are missing gonna, something. What? You, this team has been losing for years. <laughs> for literally okay? 50 okay, years. No, they, they, they know how to lose. They're the experienced <laughs> losers ever, and Hold they on. still no. can't okay. make it past the first round. We all picked Florida. Florida has not won a series since 1996 when they went to the Stanley Cup final. Yeah, but okay. Florida's insane. They've been down, and you've seen these games. They're down four have you goals seen the, in the Toronto's third period. Toronto's done the same thing. Not, no, not to the same, not, 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 not to the not same the extreme. Same yes. There's no way. Not to the same extreme. But they have gone out of their way to be down like four to one and – or even give up three, you know, three goal leads and still find a way to win the game. They've done yeah, it. They've been able to do that. They've also I, found I, ways to lose games. Yes. I think it's Toronto. Toronto finds its ways to lose games. That doesn't happen in Florida. They, Florida they finds ways to win. Scoring. They just keep scoring and scoring and scoring it's, and scoring. It doesn't And can happen. you imagine if Florida tries for an entire game? They might oh, score God. 12. <laughs> <laughs> they might. Next matchup. Wait, give us give us your 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 games. How many games? Well, it has to be in seven. It's not going to be in six. It, Toronto Next matchup. And can I say quintuple overtime? Sure. And Matthews gets the game winning goal. I'll say that. There you go. Ew. Okay. No, it's going to be Jason um, Spezza if that happens. Or <laughs> no, no, even better, it'll be Jason Spezza. Next <laughs> matchup. Jason Spezza, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Anyways, all right. Next matchup. Uh, this will be a, an interesting one too. Carolina and Boston. Uh, who, who do y'all think wins in this series? Carolina and five. Really? Okay. Not, Boston doesn't have the goaltending. Not. That's not true mm-hmm. at all. Not true. Yeah. I, yep. don't, I don't agree with Jer- Jeremy Swayman is up for the Calder Trophy. Yeah, he's, he, I mean, he's he's, he's probably going to be a finalist. Year. Not not going to be enough. Oh man, I don't know about this one. It, I, it's hard. This is another. I, I mean, I'm telling you, the East is really hard to pick. All the teams are good. The Metropolitan is hard to pick. The Atlantic knocks so much. <laughs> 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 oh, but oh man, 
Is Boston going to have fairy tale magic or is Carolina just going to be shut down and kill them in four games? I don't think it'll be four games. I think this is the most likely to be a sweep. I think it is too. It this is it's it's such a hard it, it really depends on how hard this this series is played from both teams for me. So I don't know. I'll I'll make this my underdog one. I'll say Boston in 7. Yeah, I, 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 I that's gonna be that's gonna be a really fun series to to pay attention to. Um, the the one thing that I look at that Boston may have over Carolina is that they're I I think they're a little bit more physical than Carolina in some ways, but but Carolina has a better four check, a way better four check, and that also kind of goes in with uh, physicality. So it. it I would give the edge to to Boston in the physicality department, but it's not going to be enough. Carolina is going to win this series; they'll win it in six. That's what I think. Next matchup. Yep. And then uh, the last matchup in the East here, and uh, again another intriguing one. This is a really, really intriguing one: uh, the New York Rangers and the Pittsburgh Penguins. What do y'all think? Yeah, I got Rangers. 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 Oh, goaltending Rangers this season, in my opinion. James White, robot voice. What did you say, James? You have to say it again, James. I put uh, Rangers in five. We got enough out of that. Rangers goals. in five. Rangers in five. Good enough. You're gone, James. Your internet's done. My turn. Pittsburgh in seven. This is my upset. I think Pittsburgh gonna win. Crosby good. Crosby's going to make his one last push to the cup, and the Penguins are going to suck next year. Well, and here's the thing. I'm going with the Penguins as well. Because the past two years, I've gone against them and said they they were going to miss the playoffs, and they still made the playoffs both years. And they've lost too many times in the first round at this point. I, I think this is it. I think this is one of their last times to truly go after and get that fourth Stanley Cup for Sid the Kid, who is no longer Sid the Kid. Uh, he's he's still stupid amazing. I think he got his 1400th uh, point in his 1100th game, something stupid like that. And, and uh, yeah, it was like I'm I'm not gonna go I'm not gonna go against too. him. Do what? That's like Sorry, two James, games after saying? a Vetchkin hit 14. It's oh, like two games yeah. after a Vetchkin hit 14,000 as well. Yeah. So 14,000. Wow. By two games. That that's gonna be one of my upsets too. So, uh, I I picked Pittsburgh in seven in that series. So, anything else, guys? I think that's it for the Eastern Conference because the Eastern Conference is already set. Anything else who, we need to talk about tonight? Who from the East is going to the Cup final? Oh man! Oh my gosh! Not, that's even. You don't harder. have to win it, but who's going? Who, in my opinion, whoever comes from the East is gonna win the Cup, even if it's Colorado that comes from the West. In my opinion. who's it gonna be? Name it. I'll name it first. It's going to be Carolina finally. They're finally going to do it. The past five years, they've been contenders, and they're finally going to do something with it. I think Tampa Bay comes back to the finals. Oh, my God. I don't think they'll win it this year, but I really think they're going to make it back there. I would be so upset. I want it to be like a Darth Vader <laughs> battle in the in the final. Darth Vader battle. <laughs> yeah, like it's literally just straight up good versus evil. Yes, it's good versus evil. Oh, man. That's what I want to think of it as. That'll be so much fun. It doesn't matter who else they would be playing against. I don't think y'all are going to like me for who who I think. He's going to say Toronto. I am going to say Toronto. You I'm nasty, nasty it. boy. If they make it past the first round, I'll give it to Toronto. I don't Toronto's think they're going to make it past the They first know round. how to lose. Therefore, they will win. I hate That's that. That's what the Stars did. That makes sense. That makes that. sense. I'm sorry. Yep. I, I don't – and, you know, I really want to pick Florida because they have such an amazing team. They really what? do. Their, their, their offense is second to none. It, there's yep. not a team that's even close, even Toronto. But the thing is, is they the players that are on their team don't have playoff experience. They're top guys. Barkov, 
Huberdo. They're not going to have uh, Ekblad for the playoffs. He, I think he's still going to be hurt. And then their goaltender is Sergei Bobrovsky, who he's a great goalie. Don't get me wrong, but none of those guys have you know. I mean, the playoffs are so different, so different. I want to say Florida. I really do. I just don't see it. They haven't lost like Toronto has. Yeah, that's why that's I didn't logic. say Florida. I agree with you. Not because they haven't lost, but because they haven't won, you know? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. But I think the next couple years, Florida will be in, in, the, in the cup final. But oh, I no agree, doubt. they don't have no enough experience. No doubt there. I agree with you 100% there. That uh, Their window is opening up. I know they're the best team in the NHL right now. And I know that I'm saying like it's opening up now. But, I mean, they've got like a five-year window here, I think. All right, so now that all of our fans love me and hate y'all, we can wrap it up. Yep. <laughs> James says Tampa from the East. I say Toronto. Right. Chris says Carolina. So we all have three different ones. That'll be interesting. We should root for them. We'll root for them. We'll we're going to get some merch. Well, I don't want to root for them. Come on. We're not going to see them in the uh, – I mean, the, the, I don't see the Stars making the Stanley Cup final. But if they do – We need another Cinderella run so that we can have our matchup again. Bro, imagine um, a redemption. That would be so cool. Oh, can you imagine if Tampa Bay makes it and we make it again? And then we lose again. And then we no, lose we again. Have to win. <laughs> we have to win so that Perry's um, Perry's legend goes on. He's lost in the Stanley Cup Finals twice now. He needs to make it three. You're oh, right. I love that storyline. That would be cool. Cool. That's some that's That'd some weird so like Stranger Things crap going on there. All right, wrap so, it up, Brian. I'm sleepy. All right, we're gonna finish it up here tonight. This has been the after game review for game 77 stars lose five to two to the Edmonton Oilers. Plus we talk a little bit of Eastern conference playoff predictions here tonight. Please go and use the promo code THPN. The next time you go and use the DraftKings app or their website for a special little offer from them. Hockey is getting to the playoffs. NBA playoffs are already in full swing and the MLB started their season. So there are lots of things to bet on. Go and use that. We'd appreciate that. And we appreciate them being our sponsor. Also, go and check out the StarcasticRemarksShop.com merch store. That's how you can best uh, support us and what we do here at Starcastic Remarks. Uh, we'd love you guys to go and check out all of our phase one of our merch there, including some new uh, stickers that I just released from Chris and I. It's like little things of our faces and our little catchphrases. I'll say mine here in a second. Chris can't say his tonight, but hopefully he can do it tomorrow. Anyways, that's going to do it here for us tonight. We'll catch you guys on the flip side. We hope you have a good, fantastic evening, morning, afternoon, whenever you're listening to this podcast. See you guys later.